everybody, welcome to Box Fort, where our boxes are now waterproof. They'd have to be. Then they, they, they gotta be. At least my boxes are waterproof. I don't know if your boxes are waterproof. Yet. Oh, mine definitely are, because the, the box snow is coming, and you don't want yeah. that to ruin the boxes. You really can't, guys. I mean, these boxes, they're highly decorated, they're personalized. We've put a lot of love in these boxes, and it just didn't make sense not to weatherproof them at this juncture. Exactly. So anyways, hi, Aludra. How are you doing? Waterproofing my boxes, Ben. How are you? I'm doing great. Mine are actually already waterproofed. I got them pre-waterproofed when I got them. Oh, you see, you're smart. I was like, don't rain here. And then a massive storm hit and it was insane. And things were rolling around and we could hear our neighbor's stuff flowing away. And it was like crazy. And then I was like, hmm. Well, yeah, you gotta wow. get you gotta get the undercoat. Uh, that's how they yeah. get, that's how they get you is with the undercoat. Yeah. But I mm -hmm. got the undercoat, so now that I'm I'm waterproof. Don't you know? Don't you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. Oh no, we had a huge storm over this way. It was really bad. I'm not in the tornado area, everybody though, so. That's so good. I'm not I'm not one of those people. It's just a really bad winter storm hit. It was raining so bad. We had full-on ambulance emergencies on the roads. It was, I don't know, I stayed home. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really glad you did. Uh, just from hearing you talk about it, about, you know, actual things blowing around outside. Not like, you know, mm -hmm. oh, look, there's paper blowing around. Like furniture blowing around mm -hmm. outside. The fact that parts of your, your complex were flooding, you know, yep. like things like that. It's like, yeah, you need to stay home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some inadequate drainage right outside my apartment, and it's really terrible because it will flood everything. I'm on the second floor, so I don't have to worry so much, but it's still a very big problem. We still had to run out during the storm and actually recover the bikes. Oh, I because bet. Because I, I got a tarp for them because of the sun. The sun is really bad for, for rubber and plastic mm -hmm. bits and stuff. And so I'm like, no, we're getting a tarp and we're going to use bungee cords. So we bungee cord everything down. Then the high winds came and we're like, okay, okay. And I had to do a little adjusting, but then the storm came and it was like, son, I hate to break it to you, but you got to go out there and fix that. And he was like, Yay, because that's what you do when your kid is visiting from college, folks. Yep. You send them out into storms to recover their own belongings. Yep, that's when you uh, uh, tie them up with a guide rope so that they can find their way back. Mm-hmm, mm hmm Yeah. No, well, I, I know barefoot? I'm like, isn't that really cold? He's like, yes. We had to bring our plants in. Oh, wow. Because they were whipping around in the, in the rain and the wind so much. I was like, baguette will snap in two. His little French boy ways are not meant for the storm. That's not good. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. No, no. And I stole my son's succulent and renamed it Crouton because it was in this the tiniest little plant jar you've ever seen. It was literally my thumb and forefinger in a circle. And I have tiny hands. And it was literally that. And it started to brown at the edges because, of course, it would. It's like as big as the pot. Yeah. So I put it in with the other succulents. And I was going to name it Panko. For like the breadcrumbs. Yeah. But I've got baguette, croissant, ciabatta in there uh, as well as brioche. And I'm like, that doesn't fit. And he'd be the odd boy out. None of the plants would accept it. So I named him Crouton. That's a good way to do it. You know, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it's giving harmony. Mm hmm. Exactly. Like it. it's, uh, it's unity. So, yeah. you know, it, it's a little nugget of bread. So Crouton mm -hmm. totally works. Yep. Totally. 
Nice. His name is Crouton. Uh, I think it's thriving. I hope it is. If I have to mash up another iron pill in my mortar, I will. Well, good luck. Yeah, but our house was like really crowded because we own... Minion, too, brought every one of his plants from college because his roommate's not going to water them. Yeah. I mean, he he won't think to. Uh, he's a computer. He, he's learning coding in the oh, college. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, as, as a fellow person who works with computers, plants are hard, you guys. Like, they're really hard. They really are, unless you have the kind that it's like, hey, I just put this cutting in a bottle of water and it likes fluorescent light. And as long as the, the bottle has water in it, it'll grow. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I can do. That's about it. Oh. Except for, yeah. for my bonsai tree that I have. But that's made yeah. of Lego, so. Oh. I was like all excited. Are you? <laughs> I know. I totally buried the lead on that. My yeah, you did. But uh, you, no, you got that. me. You didn't bury the lead. You got me. I was, you got me. I was good. trying to impress you as best as I could, mm-hmm. and I did. These succulents thinking succulents you water them once a week. That'll be easy. And they're like, oh no, please, sir, I need more water, for I am drooping and limp, and and oh, not meant for this world. And it's like, dude, you're supposed to be a desk plant. You've given me too much light and too little light at the exact same time. <laughs> These succulents are just sucking down water. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. It's like, okay, you do you, buddy. Yeah, but... doesn't make sense to me. Mm-mm. And they're not overwatered. I'm like... Paranoid, you guys. I've put more work into these plants than I've ever put into anything that wasn't another human being. <laughs> Disclaimer there. That was not. I was going to say. Sentient. And it's just like, no, no, they're thriving with all this extra water. Why? Who knows? Maybe it's too hot here. Man, if only I could just toss a, an awakened spell at it so that you actually know what's going on with it. Oh, yeah, but then I might have. I might actually have a little French boy yelling at me that he needs, you know, an umbrella and a toy. And no, 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 no. The Victorian ghost can stay over there in the little plant and be, you know, French. Good call. Very good call. With all its faked water, bottled water, I give it. Yeah. So we got a little rain, too, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it cooled yeah, we, everything we down. It, it's funny because... You know, John and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think on when we were doing art, I don't think we did. But the way that Phoenix is set up, because it's and I'm sure that, you know, your city is very similar to this as well. There's so much concrete and asphalt and everything that it absorbs all the heat mm-hmm. and it will never be winter unless that heat dissipates. So yeah. when we get rain in, the heat is gone. So we went from like same with you. We went from like 80 degrees to 50 yeah. It, it, over the course of, you know, one day, next day. And yeah. so I'm super happy because I love cold weather. And uh, you know what? I'm ready for it. Just bring it on. I have never felt so skinny in my life. And I don't mean because I've lost weight. I mean, I'm freaking breathing, you guys. I am so cold all the time with all of this weather. Like, I, I don't understand. You know, I got, I got some pounds I could, you know, lose. But... But no, man, I might as well be back in high school weighing up 90 pounds and just 
was warmer then than I am right now. I don't understand. <laughs> You're just not used to it because it's been so hot lately. It has been so hot lately. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough about weather. Yeah, yeah. It's like you live here or something. We talk about weather so much. Let's find out whether or not you've been having some fun these past two weeks. Oh, I've been having a blast, Ben. I don't know about you, but me, I've been busy having fun. Aside from all the holiday stuff. Well, what have you been doing? Today, I I haunted a woman. Oh, really? I haunted a woman. Okay, you got to tell me this. Okay, so I went out and I got a haircut because my hair looked dumb and I, I have an undercut and it was four and a half inches long, the undercut part. And I was going to shave it here, but then I was like, no, the, the long part could use some attention too. Mm-hmm. It's been like a year. So we went out and uh, me and the husband, we piled in the car and we were driving along. The first intersection we get into, the car in front of us stayed in front of us. Ugh. Entire three mile drive to where we were going. Because the haircut place that's nearby, it had to close because of, you know, COVID. Yeah. So we had to go across town. It, it, it's not that this person was a bad driver. They were, This lady was not a bad driver at all. She obeyed all the traffic laws. It's just that every time she turned right, we also turned right. So For three miles. Basically, it seemed like you were stalking her. Exactly. And we're like, there's no way. Okay, we're getting to this one place, you know, the shopping center we need to go to. is pretty far off. There's a million places between here and there that this person could be going. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) So we get to this shopping center with the the haircut. And I'm like, there's no way she's turning right here. Because I had to have this pointed out to me. And then I noticed it was the same sticker on the back bumper of the car, which I will not be identifying. Let's just say it was like an adorable little sticker. Okay. And... Of a cartoon character. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, um, my husband looks at me and goes, um, that car's been in front of us for a while now. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I think they think we're following. I'm like, no, what are the odds they've even noticed us? He's like, <laughs> she's made eye contact with me twice using her rearview mirror. She's noticed. And it's not like we have a silver or gray or white car. We do not. My car's red. Yeah, that's the most noticeable color of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a red car. And so... <laughs> well, I mean, that's, so, that's what you get for taking the Porsche out. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I should take the Lambo next time. Mm-hmm, but anyway. Definitely. A little less eye-catching. Mm-hmm. Just a touch. What with it being neon orange and all. Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> So like, all right, you know, we're driving past several shopping centers. It is the holidays. There's no way. Nope. So we pull up to ours and we're in the turn lane and she's still in front of us. Oh, no. And the light is so long. So we're trying to look non-threatening at this point. We start rocking out to the music. And I'm like, what are the odds she's listening to the same station and it seems like we're mocking her? And he's like, well, we're listening to holiday music. So it's actually pretty good that she'd be listening <laughs> to it too. So we stop. But nothing's creepier than they're rocking out and all of a sudden dead, silent, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all of it dropped. And so we're like, God, there's nothing we can do here. So we get it. 
Okay. So we all go let, into the same. Let's start brandishing knives. That shouldn't freak her out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, we're like, okay. All right. This is just a crazy coincidence. The shopping center has like a billion stores in it, right? And we're like, what are the odds? She's going to go all the way to the top of the shopping center from this point. They were actually very, very good. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this woman's going to the same super cuts as me. At least she'll know my name because, you know, they ask you your name and I've already, I've already called ahead and made an appointment. Yep. And so you got to give your name and stuff. I'm like, she'll know my name. You know, that, that might be reassuring. Hey, she's not crazy. I know her name now. So thankfully she did not go to the super cuts. Instead, she went to the beauty salon. Four doors down from the supercuts. That's really good. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then my husband's like, I'm not waiting in the parking lot for you. I'm going to go charge the car because we have an electric car. <laughs> so he, he's going to leave the shopping center entirely while I'm getting my <laughs> hair cut. But guess where he had to go? Right next he to her car. To leave. <laughs> she gets out of her car and she just shoots dagger. I didn't know this happened until later. She gets out of her car and there's my husband parked right, you know, slowly creeping along with the traffic to get out of the parking center. <laughs> and she stares daggers at him and he's just like, he just smiles at her. I'm like, you should throw up your hands like, huh. you know, <laughs> smiles at her and, and just keeps going as if it's nothing. And I'm like, no, you need to, like, protest your innocence, please. The, but the thing is, there's no possible way. That, like, there, yeah. if he threw his hands up, that could be taken badly. Like, yeah. anything I he did. like, oh, you know, shrugging big, overdramatic clown shrug. But no, so, lady, on the very, 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 very slim chance you are one of our dozens of listeners, let me just say, I am so sorry. That was an accident. I had to go to the Supercuts across town. I would love it if she actually listened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, she seemed older, but she also had fun sticker on her car. And yeah. it's like, you never know with people, right? I mean... Yeah, so I'm above a certain age, and I still podcast in video games, so you never know. Yeah, so Carol, if that was you, because <laughs> you know Christmas, um, yeah, we are sorry that Aludra scared you. I am so sorry. I felt so bad, but it's like there, there's nothing you can do in this situation. It's just a bizarre one in a hojillion coincidence that in a city this big. We just happened to sync up at that intersection. But yeah. while there was an SUV in between us, I'm like, okay, this is fine. Then the SUV makes a right, and we're just right behind her again. <laughs> um, that being said, also, if your name is Carol and you listen to the show, just say hi. Yeah. Yeah, that's just fun. I'm friendly, I swear. It was just, <laughs> it's just, one of and you just know she's going around. This, this is the story. She is telling this Christmas. Oh, yeah. Just, I, just I'm like, so glad that I made it here because I was scared. Someone was stalking me. Mm-hmm. These two people. And then 
Then all of a sudden, they figured out what radio station I was listening to and started rocking out to to like Jingle Bell Rock way too hard as if to catch my attention and mock me. They know it, everything. Yes, I've gone over the car. I haven't found the microphone inside yet, but I know mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah. But because yeah. of that, I'm blaring music every time I go anywhere just in case. I've looked everywhere for that Apple tag. Everywhere. Because <laughs> people are doing that. They use oh, Apple no. Smart Tag. Yeah, the like first week they were out, some woman, she was in her car and she was driving around doing everything. And she she decided to cue music through her phone and she was alerted to an air tag following her. Oh my god. And it was taped to the back of her car. Oh my god. She took it to the cops and everything, and all of those are associated with a specific Apple mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. account. So who knows where it's gonna go? But yeah, she had somebody air tagged her car and people are using them on like their inflatables in their yards and stuff and tracking down when people steal their giant Grinch inflatables <laughs> showing up at your apartment and stuff. But no, lady, lady, I didn't tag your car. It's just a weird coincidence, man. So she's gonna be paranoid all Christmas now, though, because of me. And I just anytime there's a red it. Porsche, a, a red electric Porsche, because they make them, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what it yeah. is. <laughs> I just I feel so bad, you know. It's like I yeah, didn't but, mean to. I mean, the but, thing is, it's totally innocent. And on top of that, you guys didn't actually do anything. No, we didn't. As a matter of fact, after a while, I started feeling creeped out because that's a good way to follow somebody is to stay in front of them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a way to follow somebody without actually being behind them as you're just in front of them. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, OK, I'm, I'm the air tag thing brought up a, a, a thing mm-hmm. sidetracking here. Oh, no, Have not seen... off the rails. I know. Right. <laughs> you know, this show has so no rails that we're just off-roading in the dunes in California. That's what we do. Yeah. Anyways, um, have you seen the the uh, YouTube videos by, um, shoot, what's the guy? Mark Rober, something like that. Um, I'm going to keep talking as I look for it. Um, but the past few years, he has actually gone in and made a... Uh, like a a porch pirate trap. Like it's a thing that's a glitter bomb. It shoots out the fart spray and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know what I'm talking about. Brilliant. Yes. Yes. And how people have, people get indignant about when they steal his packages and the glitter bomb goes off in their car. It's like, yes, you have a leg to stand on person. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I can't believe someone did this. It's like, "Mm, yeah. Mark Rober. I was right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he he did uh, Glitter Bomb 4.0. It's brand new this year. It came out uh, just a couple days ago. Oh, nice. And this package that he's put together is just the best of all of them that he's ever done. It's great. It, it actually shoots out glitter three times, has 20 per, 20% more fart spray. And in fact, one of the people who stole it had seen his previous videos and said... Something along the lines of like, oh, I wonder if this is one of the things that where the glitter comes out. And she's like, oh, my God, it is. And like, it's like, why would you do something like that in the first place? But then yeah. be all like, I don't know. I don't know if excited was the right thing to say that like, that's what she felt like. But yeah. Um, yeah. If you can, if if you've never seen these, obviously not you. I'm talking to 
anybody listening, um, just do a search for Mark Rober, R O B E R. Look up or look up glitter bomb or something like that. Um, it, it's really it's like an evil genius in the stuff. Like, yeah. uh, like glitter's not bad enough to get, and, and it's not like ta-da, little confetti cannon. No, this is a lot of glitter. Yeah, the finest glitter Cups that you can get of it spraying around your car because they always open them in their car. Actually, a lot of people they- are doing them in their house now, which is. Because it's an enclosed space oh and there's spark spray going off. That's really bad. So yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and he puts in these little cameras just so he could see their reactions. Too. Oh yeah, exactly. He, yeah, four phones, one on each side, so you can see the people who are doing it, what's going on. Um, he's got things set up like alarms going off, like a countdown mm-hmm. and stuff. It's it's pretty great. Yeah, and you know the nerve, the sheer consummate freaking gall to get mad at him for this you stole his property mm-hmm. exactly yeah i after one time of something being stolen from me like you know that was i was mm-hmm. waiting for it i was waiting for the delivery uh i was home even and it was it was stolen i just i have no patience or like yeah i don't give a crap about anybody who's a porch pirate if you go and you steal someone else's packages especially this time of year you're one of the worst kind of people that there are. Yeah. I understand. You may not have money. You may not have means, but I would never take mm-hmm. from people. Exactly. Like, stuff like that. You don't know what you're getting, too. That could be somebody's very needed life-saving device. Or medicine. That you're stealing. Yeah, medicine. You name it. And I'm not... I I like to think of myself as chaotic good. You know? Like, I'll punch an annoying kid, sure. Not, not really, but you know what I mean. You'll, you'll, you'll punch and, an annoying adult. Yes, I will. Um, and it's like, I, I cannot in my mind ever justify taking something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. I don't. I'm waiting for a pair of prescription glasses and you know what? <laughs> if those were taken, I'd be so upset. Yeah, I get it. Speaking of pirates, though. Yar! Oh my, I know I've talked about Sea of Thieves before. Yeah, that's okay. But I'm totally We're talking about, about I'm crossing a lot, and I'm going to bring this. Five Sea of Thieves! It's the newest season that's going on. So every time that they have a new season, there's like new rewards that you can get as you level up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, and I think I kind of talked about it before, how the levels mean nothing. You just yeah. get a cosmetic stuff or like gold or whatever. You know, it doesn't matter because every single thing in that game is cosmetic. The only way that you're better than another person at anything is if, you know, you just have the skill. So if I get a sword and you get a sword and it's an entirely different sword, same stats, doesn't matter. Anyways, season five came and there is some amazing stuff like quality of life things that have happened that I am going to gush about. And if you've never played it, you're going to sit here and listen. Or you fast forward. Yeah, that works too. So one of the best things that they did is um, you're very limited on what you can actually carry like with you. Like you only have like five pieces of fruit at a time, 10 cannonballs at a time and blah, 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 like, like stuff like this. But you can get a storage crate and put like a ton more stuff in there, like, you know, a full stack. So like, you know, 99 cannonballs 
in one slot in the storage crate and stuff like that. Nice. So what you would have to do before is basically walk up to these barrels and because barrels that are on like outposts and different islands and stuff like that, they always have just random crap in them, whether it's like boards to fix your ship, cannonballs, special cannonballs, um, food, stuff like that. Now, instead of going into the barrel, grabbing the 10 cannonballs that you have, then backing out, putting it in the storage crate, going back to the barrel, pulling out another 10, putting it in the storage crate. You just walk up with the storage crate, hold down the take button, and anything that's in that barrel just goes in the storage crate. Oh, a loot all option. It is amazing. It's the and it goes greatest. right to your storage crate? Yeah. And then you carry that storage crate onto your ship, and then you walk over to like the cannonball barrels, and then you just do give. And then all the cannonball barrels that are in your storage crate just automatically go in there. Oh, then you walk nice. down where your wood is, just goes in there. Oh, it's so great. Best quality of life thing that has ever happened. You make me want to play this game. Oh, I'm so much gonna... fun. Got to tell you. Yeah. But it it's made a couple things like like just that little change alone has made a couple mm-hmm. things just insanely easier to do. Like if you're sailing and all of a sudden there's a shipwreck off to the side, instead of like harpooning all of the barrels and like kind of digging through and doing stuff, you just take a storage crate, jump in the water, swim up and just take everything out of them, then swim back to your boat, hop on and go. It is great. Absolutely love it. So that much fun. Amazing. Like, seriously, greatest quality of life thing. Here's the other thing, though. Mm-hmm. They've added buried treasure. Now, <gasps> they had buried treasure before where you go and you dig up treasure. But now I can take all of my treasure, sail to an island, bury it all around the island, and it can stay there. And I get a map with all the, the little treasure spots and stuff. So it's like. Totally. Somebody else can find it and rob it. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. If someone else were to come onto my ship, they can get my bundle maps and take my map. Uh, (gasps) Or. Yeah. yeah. Or if I'm done with, you know, sailing or whatever, I can walk up to the board, put my map on this board, and then it's there for other people to get. And if they go and dig that stuff up and turn it in, I get credit for it, too. So. It's just this really awesome thing. We haven't interacted mm-hmm. with it too much yet just because it's like we, yeah. we've gone and like gotten a lot of different treasure from different quests and stuff like that. Except we're like, oh, let's just go ahead and turn it in ourselves. But at some point, I just want to like have a whole haul and then just go all around an island, just dropping and burying treasure all over the mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the fun thing. There's other things you can bury, too. Um, like, you know, I, I think you, you might be able to bury storage crates. I'm not sure you can bury like, um, crates of like exotic silks and stuff like that. Um, or fruit and you can bury gun, uh, gunpowder kegs. Mm -hmm. And when someone digs them up, when they strike it with the shovel, it's going to blow up. So you can actually bury traps. So like, let's say I wanted to bury a whole bunch of treasure. I could surround it in traps in case, you know, someone's going to go and yeah. to dig it up and stuff because the gun barrels don't show up as an X on the map. Only the treasure does. So, yeah, it's it's really cool. One and, of these things is not like the other. And I guarantee not the one in the center. Exactly. Um, so another thing that's really cool is that. They've added uh, flares that you can shoot out of your cannons. So, yeah, so they have white flares that, you know, totally light up an area and stuff and like red flares, you know, so you could like, you know, warn someone or whatever. 
And the thing is, you can totally see them out at sea. So if someone's actually using a flare, you know someone's on that island because they're using it. So it's one of those risk versus reward kind of things. But even more so and so much better, they added fireworks to the game. So you shoot fireworks out of your cannon. This pirate gender reveal party is going to be off the hook. (laughs) They have so many different like themed uh, uh, fireworks. Some that like, uh, you know, pop out into to shapes, some that are like, you know, all boom, 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 you know, just huge like firework mm-hmm. shows and stuff, even to just the tiny, just one little firework just pop. And Yay. it's really neat because um, one of the, the themes that they have now is party boat and you get it by doing a whole bunch of like commendations, like essentially achievement type stuff. So in order to unlock the ability to buy the party boat hull and then sails, you need to fire off five fireworks at night. Well, Nevermore and I didn't know this and we're just shooting off fireworks that we got because it's really cool. Then we got the achievement for it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then I went to go and now I have the party boat hull, which is like all colored and like uh, like pink and yellow and like kind of blue mm-hmm. and stuff. And then I also have the, the party bo- boat uh, uh, sails, which is all nice and really neat and colorful and has like a firework with a rat on it and stuff. It's just cool. So I'm like, yeah, good stuff. No. So, yeah. Now, is it like a party boat party boat or is it like a party ship like from Guardians or uh, the Thor movie? Thor? Oh, no, it's totally still just a regular ship, but it's just painted mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it doesn't it's cool. not have weapons now. Oh, sorry. Microphone. Oh, no, totally it still doesn't... has weapons. OK. Yeah. Trust me, you need those. <laughs> right. But yeah, but, but we've had a lot of fun kind of sailing around doing stuff with that. Um, we went ahead and bought the the plunder pass, which is um, as you level up, you get extra loot. It's like 10 bucks uh, on top of that, you know, on top of just already owning the game. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons why I did it this time is because the theme with it is um, like, I, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's essentially like a winter, like solstice theme, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, um, again, the, the hull is painted all really neat and stuff. The sails um, are like Aurora Borealis glowy and stuff. <gasps> Ooh, um, your, your figurehead is a reindeer. I mean, it's neat stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. If I were to get this game, let's say for Christmas, mm-hmm. and then I can't, I can't log in because of, you know, various real yeah. life moments until midsummer. Could I still get this party boat? No. Oh, well, the party mm. boat, yes. The the Christmas the stuff, stuff you buy? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that, that is per season. Um So I can't I can't get the uh the stuff for real money. That is genuinely limited yes. time. But the but the achievement hunting stuff I can still get. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. And I think that's worth it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Nevermore and I, um, at one point, we we both got the, the plunder pass, except life happened. We weren't able to do a whole bunch of stuff. And then, like, there were only a couple days left. And we were trying to bust butt to try to get to level 100, which is the highest level you can get for Renown, because they had a really cool, like, glowing, fiery phoenix figurehead. Ooh, didn't get anywhere ben. near there. <laughs> like, I yeah. think I got it to maybe 60 or something, but I have a really cool, like fiery Phoenix sails that glow. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got some of that stuff, but we learned our lesson with that. It's like, okay, look to see what, what's offered for all the levels. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you want, put in the effort, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you can't get that thing now now? Mm-mm. Nope. Mm. Um, there was a different Phoenix figurehead that ended up on sale somewhere else that I went ahead and bought with like in-game gold yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I still have something that works with that, but yeah. Yeah. Not, not the exact one that I wanted, but it's fine. Because again, yeah, everything is... Yeah, everything's sometimes cosmetic. Sometimes during gaming. Yeah, sometimes during gaming, you just got to go, well, I want it, but I don't want to put in the effort, so I don't want it that bad. Exactly. Exactly. Or, oh, life happened. Well, it is yep. what it is. So, yeah, I think I need to get to, like, level maybe 50 or 60 or something to get all the all the ship stuff that I need, except for, like, the, the super version of it. Because, like, there's the reindeer figurehead. But then at level, I think like maybe a hundred, it's a reindeer figurehead with like snow falling off of it and stuff. And so huge. Yeah. And you can now. Okay. Wait, that's not paid. That is paid. Oh, that is paid, but yeah. it only unlocks once you hit. Once it's I hit a hundred. Lame. Yeah. That is, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of lame. If no, I no, paid I, money for a thing, I want it. I agree that it is in a in a sense a lame way to do it it makes mm-hmm. you it gives you access to being able to get the thing if you put in mm-hmm. the effort yeah so i get that yeah if i buy something i pay money for it i don't want to pay for a chance to get it this ain't no mm-hmm. raffle yeah there are ways to actually get renown like way super fast or people get like 100 in the first day or two we don't oh, know really? how to, yeah we don't know how to do that we don't do that so yeah. It might be a little cheesed off. Oh, there's it totally cheesed way, cheese ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I think if you get on top or if you're able to jump onto one of the pirate or skeleton pirate ships and just keep going through and killing all those skeletons, like you, you just rack up renown super fast. At least that's mm-hmm. one of the ways I saw. Um, Nevermore and I kind of tried it once. And I mean, it, it, it was kind of okay, but it's very deadly. You have to be very good and know what you're doing and like bring yeah. a crate of food on with you and stuff so that you can constantly like keep replenishing. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, okay. But, you know, we're just enjoying sailing we, we around tried it, stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not your play style. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're not the wow raiders of. Um, exactly. But TFBs. speaking of the two of us, two manned a world event by ourselves. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You see, you make me want to play, but then I'm like, I don't have anybody to play with me, so. Because Thrax's computer cannot handle it. Gotcha. Yeah, that's one of the things. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we would totally play with you. Yeah. Finding the yeah, time, though, is the hard thing. Don't want to horn in on your couple time, yeah. you know? I get it, but we also do uh, spend time playing with uh, Eve and uh, Mage as well. So mm-hmm. when the four of us are together and we get the giganto ship, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But that thing is way hard to steer because it's so big and there's three decks. So like if, if you sprout a hole, you have to run all the way down to, to bucket it and then run all the way back up and throw it over the side and stuff. So it like you have more people. You bilges? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what a bilge is. It's a, it's a water pump that you just... Like, like, as if you were like two guys on a train track yeah. and you pump it like that and it pumps water. Yeah. No, no, this is like the 1600s before they had that on ships all the time. That is BS. It's a that video game. BS. Deal yeah, with okay. it. Okay, that's, that's the answer. I was not, <laughs> not people do, didn't understand that creating a They vacuum. do have a pump to, to get seawater onto your ship in a barrel so that you can like uh, dip your bucket in and throw it on fire to put fire out. So you got that at okay. least. 
So the technology exists. They just haven't applied the reverse. Exactly. That's what it is. We're we're okay. we're the year before that happens. Yeah, yeah. But no. um hey, what if we added A to B? What? No one would what? Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, it's working? What? <laughs> yeah, but so anyways, this world event was uh mm-hmm. essentially these these skeletons were summoning an ashen skeleton pirate king or something like that. Scary skeletons. Yeah. And the only reason we did it is because it was on the island that we had to go to to dig up a treasure for a quest that we had. So there's this giant like. <laughs> well, we're like, here. Yeah, there's a gigantic a fiery tornado on the beach and everything. So I'm just like pulling the sloop up and I'm like, OK, cool. And then stopped it and then turned it enough and then fired a cannon right into the summoning, which made the summoning finish. And then. Nevermore ran off and started, you know, attacking this dude with a sword and stuff. I was firing mm-hmm. cannon after cannon yeah. at him from, you know, from the water. And then Sounds he would insane. then he would summon a whole bunch of skeletons. And then it's like, oh, crap. So then we'd, she'd run and I'd keep firing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it finally got to the point where I, I think it's like a th- maybe a three phase fight. We're not sure. Because at one point, like, he just stopped and it's like, oh, and so she ran up. She's like, swipe, 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 swipe. swipe. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, he started making meteors rain down from the sky. Oh, my God. You were fighting Sephiroth. And at that point, it was crazy because, like, it was hitting the boat. And so we're Mm -hmm. having to repair the boat, too, because it's right there. And we're trying to shoot cannons at him. And then so she was doing that. So I jumped off to make sure that he would stop, like, throwing fireballs at the boat. Yeah, please. I died, like, five or six times in the whole thing. Yeah. But we ended up finally killing him. And we got so much loot from it. It was amazing. Yeah. That sounds like one of those memories, you know, or gaming memories where you two will be able to look back on that years from now and go, hey, you remember when we did that insane thing? Do you remember when we killed the Ashen Pirate King? (laughs) Oh, it was great. I mean, we, we pulled up like a whole bunch of different like, like, special uh pirate skulls that we turned in mm-hmm. we had uh, probably a good 10 treasure chests based off of that that oh after we killed God. it we got tons of stuff yeah it was great we had a ton That's of fun so going through many. Doing that. so yeah after yeah. that we just we just turned right back around went right back to the outpost that we went to sold mm-hmm. all the stuff to turn in because it's like we are not going to risk getting risk yeah. killed by another group of pirates somebody who's waiting just just 50 yards back watching you two fight that thing going okay yeah that's one thing so i was worried about because everybody can see the giant vortex swirl mm-hmm. thing so yeah yeah i'd be worried about that but yeah it was uh it was a lot of fun that sounds like a lot and i'm really happy for you i feel like i was there now yeah. <laughs> oh yeah uh that, that's some of the stuff that we've been up to i mean just mm-hmm. uh putzing around on uh, on a ship yeah that doesn't really sound like putzing that sounds like goals yeah pirate goals we pirate goals booty. so how about you what have you been playing well not that booty let me tell you <laughs> um <laughs> I, guys he's got a soda and i keep trying to get him to snort cola um that would be so mean of you <laughs> i appreciate the fact that you care so much so Minnie came home and we ended up watching Centaur World, which is a show on Netflix. Okay. The second season came out and I've been seeing, I, I saw some comments like, oh my gosh, you guys, Centaur World season two is just 
And so when he's like, hey, I've been hearing a lot of scuttlebutt about this show. Are you interested in watching it with me? I went, you know what? Yeah. Yes. I will watch Centaur World with you. Centaur World has that ridiculousness to it that really turned me off of Adventure Time at first. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, no. I, I, I said no to Adventure Time. And years later, I went back and it actually ended up being pretty good once we got past the initial parts. So I'm like, I'm going to stick it out. We are going to stick it out this time. It's a musical show, guys. And um, so you're getting like three songs an episode. Oh, wow. That's uh, pretty good. Totally I mean, original. Animax was like two. Yeah. And you'd like. You're getting like three songs and they are in true musical fashion. You know, there's refrains, reprises that later in the season and you're like, oh, that's this is the twisting of that one song. And that makes it so much more sinister. And oh, my gosh, this character, he sang this song all the time. And then, you know, now he's in this situation and he's singing the song and it just means so much more. And then we flashed back to his childhood and he sang it then. And it is. It, it adds depth. So a lot of planning and real thought and love went into this show. Right? Yeah. And so we're like, okay, okay. Musically, this song is well written. And then the season finale happened and we went, what? <laughs> it's always great when that happens. Then during season two, Minion would pause this show randomly and go, hey, did you know this is TVY7? And I went, no, it's not. Because that's <laughs> what I do when something so ridiculous to me is presented as fact. As I go, no, it's not. Do you, you've seen Avatar The Last Airbender, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you remember how in the last season with the whole Sozen arc, they were um, dancing around the word kill? Yeah. We can't kill, murder, and the life of. They, they danced around it with phrasing mm -hmm. but you knew that was the intent no they flat out not only said kill and murder they had a song about war crimes and oh how one character wanted to commit them and the rest of the group was like no we cannot commit war crimes i need this to see the show thing. and so this cartoon this simple piece of media has some of the best writing i have seen in a cartoon in years. I've seen Adventure Time. I've seen She-Ra. I'm watching the new He-Man. Um, uh, I have seen Infinity Train. And at the end of this show about colorful, a pink llama and her, her herd, I was crying. Wow. Full on ugly crying at the screen. It is so well done. And you're, you're initially like, this is just random. This is LOL random in a cartoon. Because a horse... Okay, so the basic plot is, there's a horse and a rider. And they live in a world that's at war. And they're not living at, like, the beginning of the war. This war's been going on for a very long time. There's scarcity is just a fact of life. Yeah. It's drawn in the style of Legend of Korra. Yes, Ben, that picture you sent me? 
half of the cartoon takes place in a world that looks like Legend of Korra. <laughs> the other half of the world, or the cartoon, takes place in a place with rubber hose type animation. Everybody's wibbly wobbly. It, it's very bubbly animated. So this realistic horse is thrust into centaur world. And she is like there and she has her very war sentiment and she's looking to get back to Ryder, who is her rider. Her name is Horse because we're in war and we have no time to name things funny. Yeah, makes sense. And it's about Horse's quest to reunite you with Ryder. And then ultimately it becomes about ending the war because the war was once taking place in Centaur World too, but it's not now. They won, but things are weird. And so that's, that's the, the main conflict of the show is Horse wants to get back to Ryder. This is, this is amazing. Okay, so I have no context whatsoever. I'm just, I just did a Google image search for Centaur World. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, like, I, I, I linked you a picture that has yes. the, the core of the animation with mixed yes. with the, the craziness. And <laughs> this is like, everything you've said is super intriguing. Like I am, I'm all in like. Yeah. At one point somebody killed somebody else. And my son went, this is TVY seven. I went, no, it's not. Because again, that's what I do when something is so ludicrous to me. I, I just automatically reject it. And then he like backs out to the title screen where it says TVY seven. And that became our refrain during season two. This is TVY7. The song about war crimes, TVY7. It's amazing. It is it is the best show I've seen in ages, but I really had to like fight down the whole okay, I'm going to reject this out of hand because it's just so LOL random. Yeah. Like one of the superpowers that everybody in Centaur World has is they can shoot miniature versions out of the of themselves out of their hooves. Huh. When they do, the miniature versions of themselves, what do you think happens? I don't want to know. They look at them, they look up, see a giant version of themselves, scream, and run away. He knows where they go. That's so crazy. Yeah, it is. We watched the entire two seasons in two days. Yeah, that, that's, that definitely sounds like something I would be doing. Mm-hmm. It is so well done. Oh, Ben, the horse in those two images is the same horse. Yeah. No, I figured. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I am like I'm thinking of other TV shows that were probably close to like a, a, mm-hmm. a, a Y7 kind of thing. And I'm like, Clone Wars was pretty kid like for the first season or two and then got real deep after that. And I mean, that this the is rating like on that sudden- is like a PG. So that's kind of not the same it's like just a step above this is tvy7 yeah yeah this is crazy i am it's insane it's really good there was a song it's presented by a bunch of singing flowers okay it's in early season one this happens and the singing flowers they already put my son on edge because he's read uh he said i've read alice in wonderland i know you don't trust no talking flowers and so they're walking along and everybody's kind of bebopping. And it's one of those things where the lyrics of the song gets you. 
Oh, wow. And what got my attention is hatred that reaches the sky. (laughs) And that's halfway through the song. And I went, what? Because it was one of those, everybody's walking along the road. We're kind of digesting what happened on today's wacky adventure. Yeah. And the flowers start singing and you're like, oh, this is cute because they sing it in a very lullaby sing song. It's it's our new Christmas song. And <laughs> we were playing it for Thraxis a few times around the house. And he didn't notice until we sang, sang it. And he's like, what? What are you singing? Why is this a Christmas song now? And we're like, oh, it's just a Christmas song now. So Interesting. Entire World is worth a look if you got turned off by the first few episodes in the first few in the first season. Go back, watch it. This show is so well written that by the end, like it took us a day and a half to digest the ending. It ended well, but we still had to, you know, it's one of those emotional impacts that it takes you some time to be okay. Well, and just for another reference here, because I'm just curious. Um, so Star Wars Rebels is a Y7, and that's because apparently Disney XD shows are not allowed to be aimed at PG or higher. So it's it's Y7. So that's a second show now that's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Crap happens Maybe on Y7. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, and that's one thing, too, that I'll say that it, it really feels like when we were growing up, like, Kid shows didn't really pull punches like granted. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they didn't have like, you know, people dying on G.I. Joe or something like that. But, you know, it, with a lot of like the, the different shows and media and stuff that's come out where they're like trying to protect the children, like they don't understand that kids can handle a lot more and, than than yeah. these like protection groups are giving them credit for. Yeah, that's something that, that my son just, he paused and he's like, are just seven-year-olds way older than I think they are? I'm like, no, you as a seven-year-old could not handle this show. Your brother, he probably could have, but you, no. And you're using yourself as a reference point, which is like what everyone does. But yeah, a lot of kids' cartoons, they were allowed to be about certain things. This was just dark sometimes yeah and then when the main villain comes up and you see him for the first time literally cause nightmares in children is the caliber of his his design wow like like there there's a at least half of the seven-year-olds i know of throughout my entire life would not be okay at night after seeing this villain Hmm. yeah meanwhile I grew up watching the real Ghostbusters where there's scary yeah. crap in that all the time. Yeah. Like, did you, did you watch that growing up? Yes, I did. Okay. You remember the boogeyman from that? Yes. The boogeyman was terrifying. Never had nightmares or anything like that from real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I did with E.T. because E.T. is terrifying. It's but, so scary. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So scary. That, that's but crazy. But no, the villain in this is... I keep hitting my mic. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm not the picking it up, this, though. You're fine. Okay, good. Uh, is so, uh, so, so spooky. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you know a sensitive child, this is not the show for them. Yeah, I'm going to check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Th- that's one of the reasons why I pasted it. 
one mm-hmm. of the big reasons why I pasted the pictures in. So I would definitely know to look. Mm-hmm. And I would totally put it on my list right now, except I don't want it to randomly start playing songs when uh, it pulls right. up. Let's see. I'm just seeing if he's on the initial Google image search. He's not. So the is reveal as a, a secret. So I won't spoil that. Okay. But yeah, when when you get to that episode, no, when you're there, um, it is. It, it's just one of those things where we kept chanting. You know, like uh, when you're watching Critical Role and they chant level two, yeah, level two. Yeah, we go TVY seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's absolutely great all right yeah yeah so so it started a conversation i'm like you got to know the kid because you can yeah. watch this at that age but your brother probably would be okay or your brother would put up a, a tough front saying he was okay when he wouldn't be gotcha yeah well so. you know what um i'm gonna totally talk about stuff that i also watched as a kid and that is also on netflix now Oh, yeah. Like what? Knight Rider. Mm, Knight Rider, huh? Yeah. Wow. Mr. Feeny being Kit. You know, it's so weird, car. right? Uh, it really is. Like when I watched Boy Meets World, I didn't go, hey, that's Knight Rider. No, 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 no. But later watching some Knight Rider clips, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Mr. Feeny. I know. <laughs> and it's funny because um, I, I, I saw something. I don't know, somewhere on YouTube or whatever, where uh, the Mr. Feeney and David Hasselhoff did not meet until like a Christmas party for the network because they never worked together. Yeah, because he'd always be in the studio recording his lines. Yeah, and exactly. And Hasselhoff would be running around. But yeah, I, that that's one of the shows that I absolutely loved when I was a kid, like like, mm. you know, total kid, because, you know, you know, my love of robots, but yes, a robot car. Yeah, that's great. So when I was six and my dad bought a Trans Am, I was the happiest kid in the world because we had Kit. I mean, it was a dark yeah. blue Trans Am and it was, you know. And it didn't talk. Yeah, it didn't do any of that stuff. But still, I really enjoyed it. I was happy mm-hmm. about that. So, yeah, that's just it, it's just randomly back on Netflix. Kit in Knight Rider. Now, t- tell me if I'm wrong. Is he not Batman of the car world? Hmm. Like. He's prepared for any eventuality. Kind of. I can see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they really did a lot of like techno babble add on stuff of, oh, well, yes. my sensors can are seeing that it's three people inside and one of them's heartbeat is like this and he's probably lying and, you know, just stuff yeah. like that. Although I absolutely love how um, The Simpsons mocked it with Nightboat. How it's like nice there, yeah, there, there's always conveniently a canal or a lake or a channel or something <laughs> close by that they can go up through. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, seriously, though, I yeah. Knight Rider was one of them. Airwolf was another one. Absolutely loved that. And when I was a kid and would play, I would combine them so that Kit was in Airwolf. And that was just a deadly combination. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Ben, this sounds like an amazing Lego opportunity. The Kit airwolf combo that could be fun or at least mm-hmm. just airdrop night rider from airwolf or something yeah yeah. yeah anyways yeah i just wanted to throw, toss that out there I, I saw that it was on there and i got super stoked and you know watched the first you know two hour episode or whatever mm-hmm. that it was and stuff and i'm just like 
man, this is so bad. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's full on cheese. And man, David Hasselhoff is such a ladies man in that show. Like every single episode, like 90 percent of the time that he's going to go help someone is because there's a woman involved. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. So bad. So bad. So, so bad. Except I don't think he ever actually. I let me put it this way. I don't think he ever Captain Kirked anything, but uh, yeah, yeah, still heavily, yeah. heavily implied that uh, he was interested in that, at least. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry. I just want to throw that in there because I was excited about that. Yeah, that sounds like something exciting, man. I, I don't tend to watch those things because it's like. You can't go back. Oh, no. Sometimes, like, like when the kids were little, uh, they're like Cartoon Network started showing original Thundercats. Oh, no. And Thrax sat down with little, little baby minion and was like, um, hey, let's watch this. I used to watch this. And, mm-hmm. and the kid's like, that was all right. And he's like, I, I don't know what I've done. Yeah. You just say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my sister and I loved Thundercats. We loved Voltron as kids, and they're bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no new like the the new Thundercats that was on uh, like Cartoon Network was pretty great. Actually, I really like that. Um, although I had a weird thing going on with my uh, like my what the heck is that thing called that my DVR. Where it just wouldn't have sound, so then I missed stuff. Aw, sucks. So then I just kind of stopped watching it, because, like, yeah, Cartoon Network, just the sound wouldn't stay on. So, yeah, never fixed it, or finished it. But it is all on uh, Hulu, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard an interview about that where Matthew Mercer's in that one. Yeah, he is. He's And uh, his Tyra. imposter syndrome got so bad, he was almost replaced. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's real scary to hear because Matt Mercer is afraid of that. Then, Yeah, well, gosh, speaking of imposter syndrome, though, I got over mine. We played D&D. No, Ben, I don't know what you're so worried about. You've made a rich and amazing world that we are more than happy and eager to explore. I know, and I want to keep it up, which is what I was worried about. You've set us up to fight vampires, Ben. And you successfully defeated them way better than I thought you would. Yeah, but I think our paladin now has PTSD about locked doors. Possibly. Possibly. If only our rogue wasn't so busy doing rogue things. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully she'll be back soon. Yep, sabbatical. Our rogue is on sabbatical. Rogue sabbatical. Exactly. Learning stuff to make her a better rogue. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is great, you know, that's just the character arc going on right now for them. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for them. But it's also like, you know, Norm kind of misses her. Yeah. <laughs> and she said that out loud before all the lockpicking stuff. <laughs> exactly. I want the record, okay? <laughs> I, Norm said all that before we had to pick a lock. And then we all extra missed her because of the locks. Yeah. I was kind of a jerk like that, but it made yeah, sense it of what sense. would happen. It makes sense. Guys, guys, so here's what happened is we break it. We go. We just march up to this place where we think the vampires are from, coming from. And we're like, hey, let's 
let's talk. And they're like, oh, yes, of course, a nice conversation. We're down for that. And we're just kind of just sniffing around. And I'm about to ask for the uh, outhouse so I can just, you know, polymorph myself into anything else and go snooping. Oh, wow. That would have changed things so much. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my plan when all of a sudden our, our sorcerer starts acting weird. Mm-hmm. And when one of my friends acts weird in D&D, I, I know this group so well, even though Angus is their, our newest member. I know them all so well and stuff that when one of my friends acts weird and says, we need to go, like, my character's like, we need to go. So when they started going, when when poor Angus started going, hey, we need to go. We're taking up these people's time. You know, they're busy people and blah, blah, blah. Just assume she, she that well the player's a girl but the the character is male so my my pronouns are going to be everywhere <laughs> got some information from a check i didn't see and so i was like okay we're leaving oh, guys mm -hmm. but the cleric and the paladin are like no we're here we're gonna we're gonna threaten them and and, and just start fighting right now but i'm like I'm, something's going on yeah. here then the sorcerer just kept saying no guys you know we, we, you know we're very sorry for for disturbing you and doing all this mm -hmm. stuff and like she played it real well mm -hmm. i was super yeah. excited about that yeah it played it real well it, it's really funny because i also had to roll a, a will save but i had like i had cast uh what's it called mantle um, of something no 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 i don't cast mantle of thing oh. i cast um super duper uh, happy speech yes i i the leader speech thing mm -hmm. and i was like okay so my will save was excellent and uh you know anybody else's should have been excellent and we're in there and we're <laughs> and my friend's acting weird i'm like okay all plans dropped because that's what i was gonna do i was gonna ask to go where their their privies were I was going to polymorph myself into something and just go flying around the house or crawling around and stuff and rifle through their things and see if I can find evil vampire lair. Yeah, that would have been so cool if that happened and would have yeah, everything didn't. so much. It would have. It would have been great, but that wasn't in the cards. And we so we left. Eventually, we dragged the other two people out of there. They did not want to go. We're being herded out, by the way, you mm -hmm. guys. We are being herded out. And they're like, what's your problem? And she's like, we need to go. We need to go. We need to go. And so we're leaving. And then all of a sudden, we're like, okay, so what kind of sense are we getting? You know, we're like trying to read the character. And guys, guys. And the sorcerer's like, the oh, they're, they're bard. They're nice. The bard is not the person who does the great insight checks. <laughs> but our cleric, who has a 20 in that, is, like, angry. So he's not doing checks. He's just following them out. Or just, like, not picking up. And so the paladin puts her hand on the shoulder and casts, like, protection from good and evil. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they go back to being themselves. And it's like, oh... Yep, that, that's what happened. That time, the advantage on the wisdom save paid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was insane. So we're like, okay, this is clearly the place we need to be at. Let's just prepare, you know. So we're looking at city records, and I don't know. They're pulling up blueprints of the house, and so my my bard's in the courtyard trying to figure out how to juggle kids. 
because yeah. it's a library and she's about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. Yep. Meanwhile, they're library. inside uh, researching vampires. Yeah, they're researching vampires and city records and doing all this amazing stuff. And I'm like, hey, kids, want to play a game? <laughs> it was so great. Giggling. <laughs> and so you you'd gotten the two. Yeah, yeah. So they we're preparing for this fight, basically. And then <laughs> Paladin makes the best call he's ever made in the game. And that's, hey, the I'm a cleric. Yeah. Yeah, the cleric. He goes, hey, I'm a cleric. Let's try this divine intervention thing. Ben. Yes. So. Tell the people about this amazing divine intervention. For, for divine intervention, you roll a D100. And you need to get equal your level or below it. So he's level 11. So he ha would have to roll between a 1 and an 11. Out of 100. Out of 100. He rolled a 7. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away. I'm like, this is amazing. So he went ahead and did that. And uh he did the the help from his god, the the intervention that he looked for was he would like the resting place of the vampires destroyed. And then I'm like, okay. You get the feeling that that has happened. And then we ended the session because I had some changes I had to make. Yes, yes, it had to end there. Well, it was and also like past midnight, but <laughs> yeah, and that's our that's our pretty strong cutoff. Yeah, and oh man, it it just changed stuff. So because of all the time spent, you away, had to remake the map, you guys. I, I remade all three maps. Um, I added traps oh, because hours had passed. Yeah, the vampires knew that someone was onto them. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't you know, fully say. Everything that happened still, but they, they, they prepped, they planned. Yeah. You know, it's really funny is when they went, we just want to live. Norm's natural inclination was to go, okay, let's see if we can work out a place in the world for you right now. That's her natural inclination going, okay, I understand survive. She, she understands the will to live and wanting to find your place in the world. So she was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Where's a great hub of, you know, where do the villains live? Let's let's think. She she would have actually worked with them. But the paladin <laughs> walked in and went, nope, hammer to the face. And it was like. And then set off the first trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like, okay, there goes my first instinct to her first instinct. But yeah. fine. You know, I mean, Cause, cause overall, been like, probably the better choice. <laughs> but I mean. There's got to be a place in the world for everyone. Everyone. You know, there's got to be a place where va for vampires. Imagine you don't want to be a vampire and you are a vampire. There's got to be a way to, like, Marceline this out to where we can coexist. Ah, but the vampires in my world, once you turn, you're not yourself anymore. Yeah, you see, that's and that's what... the vampire wants to be a vampire at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to be a vampire. Of course they do. And they're, if their instinct for self-preservation includes feeding. So it's like, okay, where in the world could you actually settle that would have the most benefit, guys? Come on. We're in trade more. Everything's possible in trade more. If you can't find it here, it doesn't exist. So there's got to be a vampire island where we ship all our bad guys. You know, it's just something like that. But no, no, hammer to the face blew that. So I was like, okay, 
Well, we we came to fight anyway, so it wasn't like I was sitting there stewing the whole time. It was just like, all right, there's an option gone. But the paladin has been, our paladin just likes to fight and hit things and has been really good about, you know. Really good at it. Yeah, and she's, but she's really patient when we're all like, well, let's talk about this. So yeah. let's plan this out. Like She's everybody really does patient. get a fair shot in there, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, definitely. So it's not like it was like, mm, it was like, no, we promised the paladin we were going to kill some things and um, killing things is what they came to do. So yeah, like we don't have those. It's what my character would do moments. Actually, no, no, no. There, we- there's a difference. There's. The obnoxious, I'm totally destroying the group dynamic and party and fun by doing what my character would do versus, no, my character would totally act like this in a way that's not a mean, one of the a jerk later, move. Yeah, one of the later traps was uh, a poison cloud started filling a hallway. And so our paladin, who was the only person in the hallway, shut the door behind her. Yep. <laughs> on my character's face. Well, my character didn't hear anything coming from there. She opened the door. And everybody's like, oh, what? But I'm like, it's what she do, you guys. Yeah. Again, <laughs> very door different. Face. Very different than, oh, no, my character would steal from yours. That's what my character would do. Yeah. Norm would skim off the top if she could get away with it and has. Yeah. But again, <laughs> this is different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so everybody's like, oh, I'm like, I'm not metagaming gaming here, guys. The door was shut in her face. She doesn't know what's going on. She wants to know what's going on. The door is getting open. Did she get a mouthful, a uh, uh, air full of, not an air, I'm sorry, a lung capacity, yeah, of terrible gas? Yes. Was it the worst thing she ever smelled? Also, yes. Did she barf? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't exactly... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't win that constitution role. But later when we went out in the kitchens and it was supposed to be a really bad smell, she's like, nah, I've still got worse in my nose. And yep. Eating down the door. <laughs> well, and it totally worked, too, because it, it, like that trap was only there to buy time. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. reason that that trap was there, just like the, the portcullis that fell down. Only reason there to buy time. Mm-hmm. And it did its job. So, like, yeah. So I added the explosive runes. I added the jar, of course, of the stinking cloud. I added the crossbows. And then I added the mist to the basement. Yeah, I felt so bad for getting the uh, sorcerer caught in my investigation of the runes. That was fun. That was just, guys, when there's a glowing glowing magic sigil on the ground, all of my D&D characters... Yes, I just said all of them because this has come up in multiple games. Does the same thing. Step. I'm going to throw something in there. (laughs) And strangely enough, twice it's been an apple. Yeah. In this case, it was a rotting one, but still. Mm -hmm, But it was still an apple. You know, it's funny because the first time that happened, I threw an apple in there and it became a rotting apple. Rotting apples have been involved. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was one of those instantly age you to dust kind of runes. Oh, and I was yeah. Like, That's yeah. rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was under her bed, too. Yeah. Talk about an evil trap, right? No kidding. So 
So then Norm sees one and is like, oh, okay, is there is there something small around here? She throws her little apple in to see what happens and boom. It's like, oh, man, okay. I'm sorry. The trap worked? Yeah, it did. But, you know, I got our squishy person in there and I felt bad for that. I healed him, you know, apologized, definitely apologized. Yeah. And I mean, but- if anything, it only took off the temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after the heal, yeah, they were only down a couple after that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then uh, you guys made your way down to the basement, mm-hmm. cast some sunlight, which is the total bane of a vampire, which, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I made the choice to put vampires in a game when we have a light domain cleric. It's what I do, because, you know, what? the world doesn't it wasn't created around the characters. The world yeah, no, exactly. was created and they live in that world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, vampires would be something that's fun to fight. And just because someone can cast light doesn't mean that I can't not use vampires. Yeah. Yeah. You see these stories all the time of DMs who are like, oh, well, I was going to plan on this, but then I realized he's a light domain cleric. Yeah. And so I couldn't do that. And it's like, no, you could have done that. You know? They're going, there's going to be things that we're naturally better at killing. Exactly. Like, and there's going anything to be things undead. that, yeah, anything undead is pretty much gone between our paladin and our cleric. Exactly. But, uh, so, you know, the light hit him turned out from mist because hiding in the mist, that's perfect. He could have done that forever. Yeah. Yeah. My character's sitting there going, how do we kill mist, guys? Yeah. He was just going to chill down there until, uh, you know, night came and then just yeet out of there yeah which was only like 45 minutes away at this point yeah it's pretty close and i mm-hmm. you know what i thought that was a pretty good idea but yeah, hey bring in some sunlight boom can't transform anymore so nope. then the they everybody gets a good swing in and then second round happens and the paladin kills him in one hit because of a crit with a divine smite on an undead yeah 85 points of damage in one swing when he had 80 points left. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty insane. Mm-hmm. It, I was so proud of everybody. You guys did such a good job getting through there. And I love the fact that. And teamwork involved. Oh. I'm really impressed with all of us, too. Yeah. I mean, you guys had essentially a mini dungeon because, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a three story building mini dungeon. You guys took care of some some baddies. Not a lot of loot, though. Strange. Not a lot of loot. Very strange what happened with all the loot that would have been there. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, so Norm's like, hey, guys, like she's doing like the D&D equivalent of let's freeze their bank accounts and has the city guard on it. And she used the magic frames, defrauded other nobles because some fraud going on somewhere. But the the way to get rich people mad about this is to get other people rich people who are victims involved mm-hmm. and so when when the phrase defrauded other nobles all the guards perk up they're like oh yes we're definitely freezing these accounts and checking the courier system and seeing what's going on and i'm just like okay i just don't want the money funding other criminal enterprises i don't even need it yeah i, I mean just- exactly and the guards of course are going to peek up in this town because mm-hmm. hey money the entire town is run on money they might get a good tip out of this they they might yeah if they find if they uncover like the smallest hint of fraud mm-hmm. you know 
It, it was secondary to Norm's goals. All, all she wanted to do because nobody else was bringing it up. She's like, hey, guys, um, is there assets? Is there banks? Strangely, no banks. What is that? <laughs> it's definitely not because the DM hasn't made a banking system for the world. Definitely not. Definitely not. No. Yeah, I, I understand. Totally. I mean, banks are kind of a weird concept in fantasy. You know, I mean, they're, they're kind of a weird concept out in the world, but credit know. is even more of a weird concept. Mm hmm. Yes. But because of that, I did make an entire courier system that works in the city now. Mm-hmm. That was a just drop nice. the hat on the fly, mm-hmm. you know, credit is the thing that happens and then the couriers run around and deliver all the money at the end of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, it was wild and we ended the night on a really ominous note, Ben. Really? Yes. Though though we kind of steamrolled this challenge in the last three before that. <laughs> Our DM declared that the kid gloves are off. Not He's not our adversary now, but he is going to plan things to be much, much harder. Like, two vampires would have been pretty tricky. Three vampires would have given us a real run for our money. Yeah. And four, I don't think we could have handled. Oh, definitely not. Like, three yeah. might have been pushing it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Exactly. It, it's come to the point where, even though I'm using, like, the calculations to balance and everything like that, it's always, like, all of these encounters have been deadly. Uh, yeah. based on the numbers and not even close like no one really takes damage so it's just come to the point where i need to now, change it. now then damage was dealt it was just friendly fire literally when i threw a rotting apple into a fire rune and it exploded that is true but <laughs> i mean i need things that can actually hit yeah yeah definitely definitely especially since you've li- Guys, guys, RDM is so generous. If we walk into town going, I want a better piece of armor. He goes, hey, this vendor has mithril. Do you want mithril? My character only bought the mithril, not really knowing what it was, because the dwarf was being so, hey, kid, guess what I got about it? (laughs) Hey, he totally was. He's not supposed to sell that stuff. No, he's not supposed to sell that stuff. It's all supposed to go to the king. And they didn't want to give it to the king because he doesn't give fair market value and they can't make profits like that. And they want to make profits because this is trade more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was so underhanded. and so like, hey, she's like, either this armor will fall apart, but I know where they are. So that won't be good for them. And I'll bring my paladin friend. Who, who really likes to hit things <laughs> or this is some special stuff. And so she bought it and was like, Ooh, I got a fancy thing. You're so fancy. I'm so fancy. You guys, yeah. I'm so fancy. It was so much fun though, Ben, because my, my character was so lost. Like how do you kill mist? <laughs> and then the magic glowing crowbar comes in the room and she's mm-hmm. like, Never mind. Yeah, Never mind. you guys are playing a version of Half Life that the the developers never even figured about. Mm-hmm. Oh, sunlight crowbar. Okay. The sunlight crowbar, guys. Guys, if you can cast sunlight on anything, choose a crowbar. It can be an improvised weapon in a pinch. Mm-hmm. If we had hit him with that thing, 
Like, if, if the paladin had just gone, donk, <laughs> would that have been worse for him? Probably not. Jade's source? Because the, well, it's not a sun. But it is a source of literal daylight. Yeah, but where he was compared to if it had hit him, the mm-hmm. the, the difference in brightness wouldn't have made any difference to the point where okay. it would have hurt him more. Yeah, and you can't say it's not a sun. Ben, if you throw anything into the sun, it's not going to have a good time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why Superman throws everything into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's a spoiler it's the best. Yeah. yeah. It's like the best solution when you can. Well... I'm a bit bummed that we're not playing through the rest of the year, but yeah. at the same time, it gives me time to really kind of amp up and, and design some new stuff, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, anything else going on in your world? Ben. Ben. Yes. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Have you played it? No. Ben, why not? Time. Ben! time and and digging out my switch and sea of thieves okay okay ben ben so there i was right i do one happy home paradise happy home decoration a day i'm extending the fun sometimes i'll do more some days i will do zero so it's it's pretty much balanced out it's just what i like to do and some of these guys are really not fun to decorate it's like when you've done two decorations that are like Fall themed. Finding a third person who's like, fall themed. You're like, no. No. Not you. Moving on. So there was this little cutscene I did. And one of the characters had to leave the happy home island temporarily. Okay. Because of, you know, emergency. And so we're in an all hands on deck situation inside. What do we do? Lottie, the person in charge, isn't here. When a character comes charging into my happy home decoration area, demanding a vacation home. Oh, really? Ben. Ben, guess who it was? Well. No, Ben. Ben, stop. Think about it real hard. You know who this was. Hello, Buck. Yes. Buck comes charging in, demanding a vacation home. Get an option to say, no, sorry, we're busy. No, we had to fulfill this guy's request. The animal. Ben. No pun ben, intended. He has the ugliest furniture options oh, in the of game. Of course. He's bugged. His, his options were so bad, I left his options. Because he started saying, Mom. This is an unethical experiment on par with Stanford (laughs) because all of his stuff was gray and then he wanted the cool furniture. And so I started making them lime green and neon pink or neon orange. (laughs) All of the walls and floor options are gray, mind you guys. Oh, my God. Gray. He wants like shanty wall and concrete wall. And I'm like, ugh. And so... I, mean, I picked this that, that, old That's the color he flooring. wears. Yeah. So I picked old tile flooring. And so then I'm like, God, there's no color here. So I started, you know what? You're awful. You're horrible. My best friend don't like you. We're going to destroy this. And so yeah. lime green and neon orange. And my, my son's like, Mom, this is unethical. This is literally 
Like, there's an experiment where they put people in an all-white room in all-white clothing, and they're only allowed to interact with anything white, and then they introduce an apple and watch people going insane. Watch their brains flip out over an apple because they've been in all-white for a week. He's like, you can't do this. And so (laughs) I actually ended up designing something that was pretty good. But it's very, I'm single, I'm a single bachelor living on my own. (laughs) Like, he's got a microwave and a mini fridge and a little nook to eat. And, like, a a bedroom off to the side with the quote-unquote cool furniture. Mm. But it's like, also, there's a lot of weights everywhere. It's, It's not like the other sporty guys. It's, like, just the worst stuff was given to Buck. Yeah, he's basically... One of those steroid heads who mm-hmm. just doesn't have a life and only focuses on stuff and wants to call everybody bra. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's his attitude. That's why he's so bad. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Minion was sitting there going, okay, why do you not like this? I'm like, he happens to be Ben's least favorite. And he's like, there is no friendship that, that there's no. There is nothing a friend can do to prove their friendship more than blindly hating somebody because their friend does. Oh, yeah. Andy charged in. He didn't give me an option. And all this stuff is ugly. I don't like go into already unlocked uh, walls (laughs) and flooring just to make this whole thing look palatable to me. And then I'm just taking other things. And if he didn't like it, I didn't care. Okay. (laughs) I don't care if you like it or not. Okay. I'm using the stuff you want. But it's just. It's not good, Ben. And no. though I'm proud of the end result that I made with the tools I had, I'm plowing him down. Like, I'm paving over him. Mm-hmm. Like, ASAP. Somebody else is going to live there. Yes. Because, no. No, you don't get to bully your way onto my map, guys. Yeah. No, that sounds about right. He was the Take first me. resident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the worst resident. First the worst, man. Yeah. When I was going back oh. through all of my screenshots and videos and stuff, I have the screenshots of of uh, him just mm-hmm. being a jerk. I have the screenshots of him moving out. I have the screenshots of me fencing him in, of me putting the fossilized poop in his yard, and mm-hmm. just like all that stuff. I'm just, he's the worst. Do you know who I did stumble upon, though, normally? Tangy? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Tangy is in my archipelago. Tangy wanted bright and cheery stuff. Makes sense. She's a pop Tangy star. Tangy lives solo on an island because I cannot inflict neighbors on Tangy. <laughs> Tangy also unlocked this thing called wall stickers that oh. you can personalize. The wall stickers have handprints. Now they're lime green. They're not bright red. But we know what they mean. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. So Tangy's got their own island. She's alone on this island. I'm calling it Alcatraz. (laughs) It's just for Tangy because I wanted to see what was up, but I might not keep Tangy. You know, it's like. Yeah, no, I get it. With Archipelago, you're going to cycle people out more, I (laughs) feel. Except for I did find Minions Dreamy in my Archipelago. uh, The new bunny named Sasha. Yeah. Who is a boy. And is really adorbs. And so they are actually working in my, my hospital. Oh, good. No service industry stuff for them. 
and and uh that kind of light pink and soft blues hamster mm-hmm. she's the doctor but i was like yeah we'll have both of our cool we want these guys uh in the hospital and that'll be adorable Sense. and so yeah so I, you know i'm finding a lot of interesting people but that lion who wants more and more toilets <laughs> he keeps showing up ben oh my gosh but I mean, now that I have Buck on my map, I might replace him with Toilet Man just to prove a point. He's a step up. Mm-hmm. I mean, comparatively, he's no number two. No, no, he is no number two. So it's just like, hmm. Toilet Lion or Buck? I'm gonna have to side with Toilet Lion. Let's just call just him John. <laughs> So that's that's been our adventures in Animal Crossing. You know, we're still doing the new stuff. Uh, we have a big pile of ogyroids. Because I've been digging them up and I, I was putting them all on Minion's lawn. But then I'm like, no, they'll sing around the graveyard he has set up. <laughs> I have about 15 gyroids because it keeps snowing. And that counts as precipitation. So we'll get like three new gyroids to dig up. Oh. A day. <laughs> It keeps snowing. I should really hop on. You really should. Uh, I I just discovered one called an arfoid. It's a little round ball and it's a little dog. And so now when I redo my lawn, I'm going to take all the flowers out. Uh, When I redo my lawn, I'm going to have the arfoid in front of the dog house. Nice. That's going to be my pet arfoid. I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, you know finally get a pet dog in animal crossing and i got a few really weird ones in my bathroom because my bathroom's all black and white and so when there's tall skinny black ones and stuff that make weird noises and have funny eyes i'm like oh yeah i need that for my bathroom please see i in front of my dog house i have one of the puppy toys from last christmas mm-hmm. totally works yeah it's in my the puppy toys in my living room and then i have another one in my bedroom gotcha because I, I got a red, a like golden colored one and I was like mad. But then the Nook kids started selling a gray one and I'm like, I want the gray one. So it's in my Christmas themed bedroom. Oh, that's cute. All the jingle furniture is in there. That's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about everything just about over the last couple weeks. Yeah, I think so. Well, with that, um... You know, I'm I'm probably going to go out on a limb. We didn't actually discuss this, but this might be the last episode for the year just because it, we're getting into the super Ben's crazy at work busy season. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, normally the area between Christmas and New Year's is somewhat of a dead zone, but not for Ben. Mm. For Ben, that's rip his hair out. time. Yes. And it's long now, so it's easier to grab. Mm hmm. Ben, you should have escaped for a haircut today like I did. You might have haunted a lady. Oh, I haunt ladies everywhere I go. Ooh. Oh, oh, I see what you made me do there. Nice. Oh, yeah. But yes. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Uh, we will kick back off in the new year, and I'm sure Definitely. we'll have plenty of fun stories to tell. Oh, so many. Guys, guys, you get to hear the story of Thraxus and his christmas gift which is insane and i managed to pull it off with the help of minion too nice Mm -hmm. all right 
I'm looking forward and, to it. Um, and I'm going to get him a copy of Phasmophobia because why not? That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, until next time. Uh, we like to hear from you, so send us those emails. So you can send those to boxwartshow at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, Eludra is at Eludra's Pets. I am at Ben Bumhofer. And the show is at Boxwart Show. Yes. Um, ben is also on other podcasts. That's the line that goes here. Uh, you can uh, hear him play D&D at plus five to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can hear him discuss playing a player and DM on DN Discussions, a very good show. Oh, thank Guys, you. This is a good show. I like your co-host. And as 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 one of your co-hosts, it's like hard for me to admit. I'll say it. <laughs> no, it's not really. You know some good people. He's a good people, very nice person. I like listening to you too. Oh, thank cool. you very much. Because, you know, I never force my friends to listen. So when they do, it's always mm-hmm. a, a nice little pleasure and surprise. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you don't do Azeroth Roundtable anymore. Nope. It, the list feels too short. It's been years. I've been saying that one and it's yeah. not on the list anymore. So it's like, ah. Yeah, in fact, the feed is uh, ending on the 21st. It's it's going bye bye. Wow. Because wow. why should I pay 12 insane. bucks a month when we're not doing a show anymore? You pay for your feed? Yeah. Oh. They, I upload everything to them and it's storage and it's, I actually don't mind. It's a really good deal. It's unlimited bandwidth, mm-hmm. unlimited storage. Safe Shark Hosting, Very people. Nice. It's a good place. NordVPN. No. no. What was oh, it? Uh, Safe Shark Hosting. Safe Shark. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Until next time, everybody. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaamas. And, mm-hmm. uh, Wow, you said that so smoothly. Thank you. Years we of practice. for games, but you managed that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, I, and I, I, I hit the big three in there, so. Uh-huh. Well, a Hanukkah's passed. Uh, that's true. But still, happy Hanukkah anyway. Yes. I hope it was. Yes. Yes, but uh, until next time, everybody, be good to each other and have a happy new year. Thanks for listening. We genuinely appreciate it and hope you have just the best possible holiday. Exactly. Season's greetings. Mm-hmm. And season's goodbyes, I guess, because we're ending the show? We're not ending the show. Don't say that. We're ending the episode? Yes, we're ending the episode. Season's goodbyes. <laughs>